Hello and welcome to the Scottish Indie Podcast. Today I'm delighted to welcome along Jelly and Maka from Distant Images. How are you doing, guys? Oh, we're doing great. Thanks great, for having great. us on, Andy. Yeah, I'm delighted to have you on. We've finally done it. Uh, it's been delayed <laughs> due to trips to America, broken laptops, etc., etc., etc. But uh, finally so got this podcast down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we're going to make the most of it. Um, firstly, let's go back to the start. Tell us a wee bit about how the, the band got together uh, and a wee bit of a potted history of Distant Images. Um, well, well, I suppose um, Jilly and I have been sort of like writing songs here and there over the years. I, I was I was in a band, you know, already like since I was like sixteen. Um, Kinky Stone, um, and uh, it was really just over the, the sort of pandemic we we sort of found ourselves kind of in the house a lot a lot more sort of and we just decided to start recording um these new songs that we come up with and we thought it'd be a great sort of idea to actually just just make that a a kind of project just for just really for during the 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 pandemic sort of thing um but it sort of just kind of kind of grew from there um. It was, it was really interesting just to get the kind of, just to be creative, you know, we had had a chance, the sort of world stopped in a way, um, and, and we'd, we'd a sort of chance to just catch up with, with, with music. No, I think you're absolutely right. I think, like, over the years, like you said, we've, we have written, like, songs here and there, and, but we didn't ever really do much with them. We've got, like, all these songs that we've sort of home recordings for years back, and then I think it, like he says, lockdown happened, and we just felt really inspired and this time we thought you know what we'll, we'll put out a EP but we didn't really expect anything from it at all like genuinely we put the EP out we joined social media and then it's kind of all went from there um, but it never we never kind of expected that we'd be doing like gigs and actually doing stuff with like a live band and that it was more just oh, we'll just do a bit of writing and try and be creative and then that's that's been it from there really. I suppose that the fact that people were stuck in the house and had a, a good bit more time in their hands they were more inclined to consume new music and, and maybe try out listening to a few things that they hadn't before. Do you feel that you kind of benefited from that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because you're, I think over the pandemic as well, it's really enabled us to kind of connect to like the new music community. Like we've kind of found so much new music as well. And then that kind of inspires you as well because you're kind of mixing with all these different individuals and it kind of gets you like creative juices flowing shall we yeah. say you know and it's like the, it just gives those, you that drive doesn't it there's all those kind of really nice collaborations like around the world as well you know um because people weren't actually connecting in real life so um they're finding other ways to sort of sort of be together and you know and there's lots of kind of really interesting um kind of be be projects with, with, the, with, the, with the music um and it was just it was just really great to see all that that kind of stuff that just, everybody's just yeah and it's just like we, we kind of went back I mean one of um, our new songs will be out hopefully next month and we actually this is a song we have actually written it was years ago but we kind of I got a kind of a rework and it's sometimes it's just getting the ideas that we've maybe started in the past but because we've had that time we've sat down and really really looked into it went back to it and kind of tried to I don't know just recreate like some of the vibe, get more of a kind of vibe going and stuff and try to recreate the initial kind of, what do you say, the initial aspect of the song, the kind of feelings of the song, like the vibes we're going through at the time, but then bringing in the kind of distant images sound that we've kind of came to have now. 
yeah, that one, the, the newest the newest song is 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 definitely more um sort of influenced and kind of more suited, I think, for the for the live sort of it's, it's more all of all of our stuff so far has been pretty kind of I think pretty kind of dreamy um and, and really kind of vibey, but this one's more of a it's more rock based, isn't it's it? It's more of a just a kind of rock song. It's still got the it's still got the kind of synths in it, but it's more, it's more like kind of straight in the line. Here we go, sort of kind of rock tune. And you obviously mentioned the fact that you didn't know at the time that it would become a a live project. You got further down the line, and then come the start of this year, you you did play your first gig uh, together. <laughs> so after two years of of trying things out and not being able to kind of perform to a crowd, that must have been a really exhilarating process but also a really nerve-wracking one as well I would imagine. Yeah um, I mean even though I've played like, like gigs in the past and stuff um, it was I felt really I did feel really nervous with this this one as well because it was obviously the venue it was it was the crowd were right 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 on top of you sort of thing so um, it was it was it was great as well because it was it's actually the guys from um Kinky Stone, who sort of who who play the music uh, and and the sort of live the live stuff as well, um, and also there's a, there's another guy, um, the keyboard the keyboard player Ian, um, he's been in loads of loads of great bands over the years, um, and and he's he's included in it as well, and it's, it's just I feel like it's it's been a right a right good uh, it's been a really good sort of it's, it's funny though because initially when we con- when we asked them, I mean, we thought you know we'll ask them if at least just do one gig with us, you know, so just so we've got this our first gig, we've got the the kind of live sound, we've got that band, and then once we had that, we were like, we don't want to put pressure on you, but you've been absolutely amazing. Like, aye. we'd just be happy, and they're obviously like totally up for it. So they will be. It's kind of spe- special as well, you know. I think for me because the. The, the the band never like split up or anything. It just sort of faded away over time. And well, stuff. it's people get kids, um, people get married, just, kids. You know, just, life getting in the way. <laughs> I it was just that sort of thing. So uh, it was a great, it was a great way to look right, right, guys. Let's uh, let's get back together, sort of thing, and um, put a, a kind of distant image spin on on things. And but it's but it's different. You know, it's great. You always we've still got the energy, uh, but it's um it's it's really good as well because we've got a. A different, a different kind of vibe. You've got that well. instant chemistry as well because you've obviously for so, so many years we're together. So it's nice to have that, um, and it's just really good that we've we've got the guys that will that will be there for us, especially for the, the live stuff. Can you do that night? It was a really, it was a really good night that Cami put on, and it pulled in a, a really strong crowd, a, a lot of familiar faces there, kind of supporting each other out. That must have been nice as well that. For your your first gig, that there was a lot of support there for you. I know that it might have been quite daunting seeing the crowds so close to the stage, but at the same time, getting that reaction must be a lovely feeling. Oh, it was absolutely incredible. Obviously, that's the the first night we met your, yourself, but it was just so nice when you've been sort of chatting to these people, uh, like you know, through mainly Twitter, you know, and like you've got like Kushti for Sunny Govan was there. You know, it was so lovely to meet him. He's been. A, a cracking supporter of us and then like friendships that I've made through through lockdown 
and to like have them come along, like you know, travel through to Glasgow to come and see us for our first gig was just absolutely amazing. And it was nice to have that, you know, we kind of we felt the buzz and instantly just made the night for us, you know, and and we just loved that. We that was a, a cracking night. I mean, we really, really enjoyed it. It was a great, a great night as well for like our first ever, our first ever live show. This year you've already released Wake Me and I always kind of load up this question and mention that it's been really well received, but that's not the way to ask this question. And I've kind of been thinking about this over the last couple of weeks because I don't really know how well it's been received. You'll know much mm-hmm. better and be able to gauge the reaction much better than than I would ever be able to do. So how have you, how have you found the reaction to the, the release of Wake Me? Oh, the, the, yeah, it's been absolutely fantastic. I mean, we, we're always surprised. You know, you've always got that... That, that feeling when you when you put out new music and you're always like, are people going to like it? And especially because I think at the time we hadn't planned on releasing Wake Me, we were going to try and go with a kind of a rockier song. And then we went, no, we'll go with Wake Me, which is a bit kind of slower. And it, but everybody seemed to, you know, really like it. And the feedback was just absolutely brilliant. And um, that was the first song as well. That Every song we've done so far, we've like produced on our own. But that's the first one that we actually had. Um, what was it? He's... Yeah, it was it was Ali from uh, Sound Magic Studios, and yeah, um, he's also the bass player as well. Um, and he's like, he's 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 amazing. He's like great at, at just just pulling songs together. Because um, wake wake me was is is quite a kind of. Even though it's it's sort of chilled and it's got the vibe and it's got the sense, it's got a really big kind of epic ending. Um, and you know we have sort of created the, the all the previous songs are on our own sort of thing. But I thought it'd be best to to to, to get that one over to Ali because he he can make that the best that it could that it could be. And um, it just sounds uh, it just it just sounds amazing. Um, and we're really happy with it. I'm more delighted with his his final end of it. Yeah, really be looking forward to the, the opportunity to to play that to a crowd that will now be familiar with the song as well. It's kind of just continuing that progression as a as a band, I suppose. Oh, absolutely. I think that's the thing we're kind of hoping that when we wake me and if we get hopefully the, the new song out um, next month, it means that you know the next live gig people will be like more familiar with the, the kind of newer songs that we're doing because for the first gig, obviously these songs were were unknown to people so it's and it's always nice to get a reaction and, and hear people singing your your words back to you you know yeah I can, I can totally imagine that that will be the case and it's uh it's certainly exciting the now it feels like you you do have that kind of wave of momentum behind you you're I've already touched on the fact that there's a new release coming really soon as well mm-hmm. oh yeah absolutely so we're hoping we're basically we're at the the finishing stages I think Originally, we had hoped that it was going to be July, but we're thinking August um, for the new song. So we're, we'll be excited for that. And it's always that um, buzz when you when you release a new song, the kind of excitement of how, how people are going to take it. And I think especially with this one, because we're really interested yeah. to see how people take the kind of rockier sound. Like, it is different. It's different to see if they go, well, that's a different, 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 different images, or is it is it going to be like something they like? Is it going to be something that's like, yeah. I don't know, we'll, we'll see. You can let us know, Andy. <laughs> Some people might say it's just... I certainly will. I'm sure it's, <laughs> it's going to be smashing them. It went over well at the live gig. Like, we did that one at the live, and it, it did seem to... The crowd seemed to really enjoy it, so we're hoping we're hoping people like it. And that kind of takes us on to 
to gig opportunities. I remember speaking to you, I'm sure it was at the Dictator gig, and you were saying that there was a few things that you, you were pondering at that time in terms of organising future gigs, but you were you were quite keen not to jump in at a, a first offer, do something maybe a wee bit different from the, the Silver Heart support slot. Have those plans <laughs> kind of advanced since? Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, we did have, well, you'll know that there was a gig that was obviously meant to go ahead and unfortunately the, the gig got cancelled. But I think it was like a lot of a lot of it is just now is like I think a lot is down to COVID, you know, like people were really unsure about like booking tickets because things were being cancelled. Um so that would have been our second, but we've actually got a few things coming up um over the summer, which we will be um announcing actually in the next hopefully week or two. So we've got a few things coming up and then I think we're looking at kind of it towards the end of the year possibly doing like um our own headline um just maybe like but we're thinking if we do a headline we want it to be something maybe like 13 you just something small just to kind of just get that really kind of close small crowd you know so that you feel like you're right there with the crowd and just kind of a more yeah. intimate kind of setting so hopefully well, that'll be I feel they're always my sort of favorite gigs to 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 play and also to go to as well I just love going to mm-hmm. um all the kind of smaller venues um as well you feel you just I think you just get such a good atmosphere like when you're there see because you're you're right in amongst it and you just you vibe off everyone it's just a great feeling it is really really good so hopefully that will be um coming up towards the end of the year as well so we have got some stuff coming up towards the end of the summer I guess it must be a, a kind of difficult one in terms of especially just now you look at how many big outdoor gigs are on just now and does that almost kind of detract a wee bit away from the, the local venues and the local bands that are are advertising their, their gigs at the same time because just even thinking of the cost of, of attending one of those events can be 11, 12 times the amount that it costs to go and see a William Gallagher or a, a Calvin Harris or, or so on and so forth. It's, it's uh, It takes up such a big part of people's expendable income and then from there maybe the smaller venues do suffer somewhat well that's it I think like especially during like lockdown where there wasn't gigs on people were maybe turning more to like new music and kind of you know going on to like like social media and watching live streams and kind of being really involved in supporting the maybe the new music scene now that all the bigger venues I guess are opening back up you do see it I mean you'll see it all over social media now like people are going to see all, all the big bands and you've got all this buzz about like these big big venues yeah. big like, like you say Calvin Harris the Killers Green Day all these gigs but then you've got so much like stuff going on in your local community like I mean see if you were able to get into Glasgow and see how many gigs are on like nearly every night there's just so many gigs on that people just don't know about if yeah. they could you know it's just like I guess like we've discovered like so much just purely through lockdown like new music we just probably wouldn't have found if it hadn't have been for that you know yeah, the, I think I think with the big the bigger gigs sort of playing, um, it would uh, I, th- I think that a lot of it um, it still brings in a lot of people. You know, they would they would maybe not even sort of look look at look around that place. It just go straight for the gig. But if somebody's there for let's just say in Glasgow for the weekend and they're only going to the gig on the Friday night and they're going to go and do something else on the Saturday, um, you know that would that would still bring in I think you know a lot of people to that wouldn't have been there in the first place um, to, to sort of the smaller venues. I might be look out like what's on, but like see a smaller, but that's yeah. true. That is a good point, yeah. Yeah, it's just one that 
I, I sometimes do ponder in, in terms of just the almost the the close shop nature of that in, in terms of it. I feel it takes away uh, the kind of reality of, of what things are like um, for so many bands just now. I, I think that the, we talked about the kind of cancellation and the COVID doubts mm-hmm. that people have had as well. And and, and it's quite difficult when you're a fan of smaller bands and you're seeing them having to postpone things and at great cost as well. You know yourself, the cost of a rehearsal space and recording and everything else. You put so much into to those events and to see them fall by the wayside, it's it, it must be a, a bit of a morale denter where you kind of take a step back and, and question things somewhat. Absolutely. I think it's when you're, you know, when you've got a gig coming up, especially when you're, you know, you are putting in the band practice and you're kind of getting geared up and you're you're getting ready for it and then it doesn't go ahead can, can be really disheartening. But, I mean, I think at that time we were very aware there was a lot of gigs around the same time being cancelled. And I think it's purely just people were still, I guess, like kind of afraid to mm-hmm. to go out. Well, some people were just didn't want to go to to clubs and see bands. They were still had that kind of they were still nervous around COVID, and then other folk just weren't confident if they would buy tickets that things weren't going to be cancelled. Yeah. So I think it a, seems a to lot be of getting these kind of gigs are just like people turning up on the night, so you can't really sort of gauge yeah. what it's going to be like. But you know, it's kind of it seems to be. I mean, things things seem to be getting a bit more back to normal now. I'm seeing a lot of. There's a lot more obviously gigs and stuff going ahead, so hopefully that's us starting to get back to getting back to normal life, you know. And people are starting to go back to a lot more gigs and stuff. Hundred percent. And I managed to get through that question without mentioning a certain festival, which I'm absolutely choking to go in on at this moment in time. But I'm not going to do it. Let's uh, <laughs> instead talk about the community and that uh, support that you've had. I said about familiar faces been in the crowd for your gig I've seen you guys both at other Scottish bands gigs over the last couple of months supporting friends there as well that sense of community spirit that exists within the, the Scottish music scene just now is is incredibly special and it's it's kind of creating this real wave I think of excitement and just a, a togetherness in a country that can be quite separated whether that be by sport or by politics and such like but when it comes to the music scene it, it does feel very much as a one entity and, and kind of a real community spirit going right through the heart of it. Absolutely and I think that's the thing like you know so many people have connected through the music and I mean the people that I now call friends we discovered each other through the music you know like we'd be supporting each other's music and it was through time then you'd start to chatting and then you'd realise that, you know, from that you'd built a bit of a friendship. And so there's, there's that support's already there. You know, you're already passionate about each other's music and, you know, and it's really nice to have that. You know, you've got these people not just turning up to, like, your gigs and supporting you, but, you know, they are doing interviews and they're mentioning you and, you know, they're giving their names to other people and it's just that nice... It's, it's so supportive. It's not competitive and that's what I like. You know, there's no... There never seems to be any of that there just seems to be talking each other up and really like supporting one another and like even when like people are doing gigs like you're you're really wanting you're wanting your friends to succeed you're wanting these people you support to like whether it's like you supporting them or them supporting you you just want to really try and help them to kind of break through and to get like for them to connect with, with other people and we've just been so surprised by the I mean social media has obviously got two sides but from what we've seen 
at the band side of it has just been incredible. I mean, genuinely, the sport's been amazing. It's one of the best things about about music is um, that it doesn't really matter your your, your background. It's, it's sort of it should be there just to bring everybody together, sort of regardless. And um, it does sort of feel like that, you know, with the with the support that we've had and the on social media and you know at, at the at the the gig and people just in person chatting. Um, everybody's everybody's kind of really enjoying it. Um, no, absolutely, yep, I agree. Must also be nice in that sense as well that you you see bands and, and we've mentioned dictator and mentioned them a lot to be honest, but the bands like them enjoying a real rise to prominence that they're getting so much coverage and such doubt enough guys as well that really deserve the success that's coming their way. That's a nice feeling when you, you see your contemporaries going out there and, and smashing it out of the park. Yeah, and you feel like you're really, you feel like you're part of something and you see like someone from your like little community doing well and you, it just makes you feel great. Like, you know, seeing like Dictator doing just absolutely amazing, you know, they're winning awards and you, you just see this band like rising up and it's just, I think everybody's, that's the thing, like everybody's like so behind them and wanting them to succeed. You know, and it's just, it's nice to see that. It's nice to kind of have that feeling amongst the, the Scottish community. And I think the Scottish music scene is just on fire. I think it's amazing at the minute. I mean, really, really good. So we've talked about the what's coming up for the band in the short term. We've talked about the kind of the way that you formed and and such like as well. What about the aspirations beyond that? Have you, have you got any kind of goals or targets in mind for, say, the next six months to, to the next year? Well, it sort of, it sort of feels like um, it, it sort of feels like there is an album on the way. Um, we've been sort of we've we've written maybe about twelve songs, and they're all sort of various various kind of stages. Um, and we might uh, we might just put them all together as an album. We're not really sure yet because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, we've done a couple. Of, we've done the EP, and then we've been releasing singles and stuff. But I think I think maybe it'd be great to um, put this next kind of bunch of songs together. Hopefully, because um, that's that's sort of what we've been doing. Sort of in the background, we've just been writing away, and we've, there's lots of ideas. There's, there's about there is about what ten or twelve songs that are, that are almost kind of finished. Um, so obviously we need to get them all practiced with the rehearsed with the band as well. Yeah, and I think that was the good thing about having like we we did the the gig in February, and I think we knew at that point we were going to take a wee bit of a break before we'd thought about the gigs because we wanted to have time to really write and get more more songs because at that time as a band we we only had a very small set, so we were yeah. very aware that if we were going to do more gigs we had to. We'll learn more more of our songs with a live band and get more music. So we wanted to just take time and really focus on the songwriting, get more songs behind us. And then I think hopefully, like I'm I'm really hoping that next summer we'll be doing some some festivals as well. We've not really looked into it too much. So maybe like next year we'll hopefully be doing some of that. So it's really just getting some more music out there and getting some more live gigs, really. I like to ask the guests for a couple of shout outs now you'll be familiar with this because you get quite a few shout outs <laughs> almost episode by episode basis to be honest uh one of the most mentioned bands certainly over the course of the 40 odd episodes i've done 
could you name two or three that the listeners may or may not have heard of that you would you would like to give a wee nod of the cap to? Absolutely. I'm going to have to give a shout out to my girl, Sylvie. She is just absolutely incredible. I mean, she is. She sounds as good. In fact, she's even better live. She's just absolutely incredible. Like she's a fantastic songwriter, but it's the it's the vocals. I mean, she just. I've never heard anybody sing the way she can, and the control she has over her voice is just amazing. And she's. I mean, we've spoke about dictator, but she's another one that I can see rising up. I think that over the next course of the next few years, you're going to hear a lot more of Sylvie, and I think she's going to be one of the next big kind of female artists in Scotland. Um, she just, I mean, she just seems to keep, yeah. she, she brings out like, I mean, her songs just get better and better as well. You know, she's, and she's obviously got, um, you know, more gigs coming up and we, we've we been uh, seen a few times now live and she's just, I mean, absolutely incredible live, isn't she? Yeah. But I had to give, amazing. and they give a shout out to Silver Heart as well because they've just released their live EP, which we were listening to earlier actually. And, you know, these guys are, absolutely brilliant I mean as a live band as well they were absolutely brilliant live weren't you I mean like oh yeah yeah no, I was uh, <laughs> you I was I was dancing and everything which is unheard of usually uh, but... I was gonna say not a nice sight but I um Pelican Rogue as well um they're they're a band um from Ayrshire as well I, I shot their music video um for them as well uh feel the pain so it's a it's a great great region. Um, they are a, they're a they're a very good band, and I think they're another band that um, seem to be like doing a lot of live gigs. I mean, I can see that they're constantly <laughs> gigging about, and we've not been lucky enough at the moment to go along and aye. see them. But that's they're on the the list of bands you want to see. He's really good with the the sort of music scene as well. Um, uh, he's a big supporter of um, new music as well. Like Scott, he's the, the I would singer. Sh- I would shout out Baz as well at Sound Magic Studios in here because. Um, he's uh, he's he's really he's great with the kind of the kind of Ayrshire music scene um, and just getting things going and, and happening. Well, that's the thing um, with the, the Ayrshire music scene. It's he's like a, he's he's a, he's a pioneer. He's he a, is a pioneer. I mean, he's especially for like the the Ayrshire music scene. I mean, you've got like a lot of local bands from there that are just incredible. You've got Box of Trash that are going away. They're going away, I think, to record their album in America or something like, something like that, aren't they? Uh-huh. Like they're seem to be doing really well. And, and obviously Pelican Oak, so the Ayrshire music scene, and um, got to give a shout out to my Marquette State boys as well. You know, like yeah. <laughs> they are just—I mean, they're, uh, they're again like totally rocking. Totally. They seem to be like on the rise as well, and I mean, every song they bring out—I mean, they just get absolutely better and better every time, don't they? I mean, and they're lovely guys as well. I mean, they really are. Um, do you get anyone else? What? Get get her guys as well. Um, they are, she's it's totally amazing. Oh, Get um, For Geist were the first uh, band we actually saw after uh, lockdown. And they are just an incredible live band as well. I mean, it's it's, it's a really ethereal sound, isn't it? And she's mm-hmm. another one, an absolutely beautiful vocal. So oh, they're one of our, we really like listening yeah, to them as well. We listen dy- to them a lot. Absolutely dynamite live. You know, it was such a good, uh, just such a good sound it had. It's it a just, live sound with was, the violins and all that was, as well. It's, it was epic, guy. It was brilliant. It was brilliant. That's great. But yeah, as we've said, this is like showing how good the, the Scottish music scene is. I mean, it's it's genuinely like there's there's so many we could go on and on and on, but there's just so many Scottish Scottish bands and artists out there that are just incredible. No, I, t- I totally get you. And I think what you say about the having a pioneer is so important as well. And 
Ross Coates who came on a couple of weeks ago that put on Live and Levy. And I think that something like that can't be overlooked, that someone's invested that much time and effort and a, a passion for the local bands in that area and provided them a, a big stage to play on. And for those that got along, a, a great night of music. So it's just, I think having those people that are just championing the cause is, is a really great thing. There are so many people, you see it on a daily basis in social media, people really, really hammering home positive messages and, and talking people up. And it's it's great to see. It just all kind of contributes to, to a really good feeling about the, the Scottish music scene. And and as you say, you could have a you could have five league tables of, of some of these bands. There's so many fantastic bands just now that are just really kind of knocking it out of the park. Absolutely, Andy. I think that's the thing with people like that, like pioneers with like Baz. I mean, I think it's you tend to find it's people who've been in the music scene. So the likes are with Baz, he's been, obviously, he's been in Kanky Stone, and I think he kind of seen his experiences of, like, bands, like, trying to play and doing the kind of pay-to-play gigs and bands not really having opportunities to rehearse, especially at the time of the year, and he wanted to create that space for bands to go and, like, rehearse. So yeah. that's how he worked hard to open his music studio. It and sort then of made that there, happen for, for everybody. He yeah. did the, the bandwagon, so where he had, like, it was, like, in his studio, like all the different rooms had different bands playing, and like so bands would come and it was all the people could come and see them. It was just ways to like for him to sort of support the new music and for to get people discovering all these bands. The bandwagon gigs are probably um one of the most interesting gigs because it's it's quite a it's quite a kind of unconventional gig. Basically the the, the recording studio and rehearsal rooms was was opened up. To the public you know and, and it was all set up you know if each room had um you know a different a different band and there was there was like i don't know how many bands were playing it was like a mini festival like indoors and there was also there was also a dj, a DJ and uh and um a, a wee acoustic tent outside for people just who weren't actual performers almost like a kind of karaoke style thing they could just go up and and just just sing a song you know and uh Aye, so that they're probably they're probably one of the best uh, kind of gigs that that I've been to, and it's all down to sort of bars at, at the studio for for sort of just just kind of making that happen, really. And that's the thing; it's people like that that really are kind of shining a light on the music scene and the Scottish music, and then people take an interest and kind of want to get involved and help out. And then they discover new music from that. No, that's that's a hundred percent right. It's uh, it's kind of. Without those kind of cogs in the wheel, then the whole thing wouldn't wouldn't turn properly. And it's as the the kind of unsung heroes, if you will. Guys, I'd yeah. like to thank you for your time tonight. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you and, and following your journey over the last year or so that I've I've certainly been following you. Uh, and I would like to wish you all the best going forward. I'm sure there's going to be some really good times for you ahead. Oh, thanks, thanks Andy. So thanks very much for having us on and. It's been really great to chat to you, obviously, and um, and it's just nice to it's nice to have the support from yourself. It's people like yourself that really make it. That's what makes it work for us, and that's what that's what we kind of that's where we get the kind of the drive to to keep going and to release new music. When you see people like yourself supporting us and, and things like that, so just want to thank you as well for for all your support. And it's just great to have the whole well, just to have the new music community supporting you, and just it's just a nice feeling. It really is. It's, it's thoroughly deserved. I can assure you of that. But just before you go, 
where can people find you in social media, music streaming platforms, etc. Anything that you want to to flog to those to listen, uh, go ahead and, and give your best sales pitch. <laughs> so you can find us on Twitter at distant underscore images and on Instagram and Facebook. It's just distant images music. And you can find us on all streaming platforms. So go and check us out. <laughs> yeah, do it. And what I'll do as well is I'll add some links to the, the bands that you're giving a shout out to as well. And uh, we'll help each other out because that's been the theme of this this podcast. But uh, again, thank you so much for your time. It's been, it's been great. Thanks so much, Thanks Andy. Thanks so much. You've been listening to the Scottish Indie Podcast. I'll be back in two weeks' time. Until then, thank you and goodbye.